welcome to the Open Paddock Rallycast presented by Oz Rally Pro. This is episode number 95, and in this show, we're just going to be doing a real quick uh, snowdrift preview. So we've got Jeremy Meyer, the marketing director for the American Rally Association. Kelsey Stevens of Cabrata Works is going to be doing some coverage of the event, as well as Dirtfish's marketing director, Trevor Wirt. And uh, they've got all this special coverage that they're now doing for the American Rally Association going forward as their new media partner. So kick back, have a cold one, and enjoy this preview of the Snowdrift Rally. I'm your host, Mike Shaw, and this is a little bit of a preview of Snowdrift. Um, I'm hearing that the stages are looking pretty good. There's actually a little bit of snow that was coming down at the end of the day today. This is day, uh, this is Recce, so I'm recording this on Friday. I'm going to be posting this as quickly as I can so uh, folks can listen to this maybe in the morning before the rally starts. First car out's at 11 a.m. It is uh, four stages repeated three different times. Total of about 88, uh, I believe, uh, competitive miles. And uh, should be an exciting one. First on the road is going to be Barry McKenna. Um, Ryan Booth actually got the choice with the pick, and he chose fourth on the road. So it'll be Barry, uh, then Travis Pastrana, and then it'll be uh, Brendan Semenuk followed by Ryan Booth. So um, interesting. It should be exciting to see what happens out there. Uh, tires will probably be the name of the game. There's not a lot of deep snow. There's gravel if that's exposed. Uh, you'll hear a little bit about that. I think grip levels will be really good. Uh, but the next pass through, it might be all icy. Uh, that's a common thing that you have is as the hot cars are going over uh, the road for multiple passes, it can get kind of slick out there. So it'll be interesting to see uh, how this pans out. But uh, I, I'm excited to have a rally to follow. Uh, make sure that you follow us. Make sure you follow um, Dirtfish and American Rally Association as well as cooperautoworks.com slash live. They've got some stuff coming up. So here's a preview from all those folks. And uh, we'll be right back right after this. Go, five right short over crest into second small crest, 40, full F plus nips. Hi, this is Alex and Rihanna Gelsomino from Oz Rally Pro, advanced rally training. Are you new to rally or have you been rallying many years? No matter what your experience, we can progress you further. Our classes are team training, driver pace note training or co-driver training that are tailored to each individual or team. Email osrallypro at gmail.com for further details. And welcome back. We have with us ARA Business and Marketing Director Jeremy Meyer with us. And, uh, well, my traditional thing that I start off our podcast with is, what are you drinking? <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I just walked in the house, <laughs> so I haven't gotten anything yet. So, but I think there's a bottle of Jameson sitting in the cupboard over there that's got my name on it before before I go to bed at night and get ready to head to Snowdrift tomorrow. So, <laughs> Well, I'm trying to do it proper because I am drinking a... Uh, uh, a couple of fingers of uh, McKenna, single barrel. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. Henry McKenna, but still, you know, what? former champion or current reigning champion, I should say. Um, yeah. Name there. So uh, it's a very good bourbon. So highly recommend that one. <laughs> but yeah, new season starting, Jeremy. Um, you know, uh, already some big announcements have been coming out. Um, lots of excitement. And I guess just starting off, you know, Snowdrift, the pure winter rally, it's going to be proper winter out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's uh, living in Duluth, Minnesota, it's been 25 below. I think some some of the people listening have posted on my comments on Facebook uh, when it was 35 below the other morning. 
Um, but we won't see that cold, luckily. It, it actually looks like it's going to be 20, mid-20s um, for rally later in this week in Atlanta, Michigan. So um, they got some snow south of Atlanta, Gaylord area, but uh, only a couple, only an inch or two in the area. So uh, just talking to them about roads today is, you know, they weren't, they're not overly snowpacked. They'll be a lot like they were last year, so there won't be real high banks to, to bounce off of. But uh, it should be a... a <laughs> I'm going by 25 low here, Mike. So, you know, pretty mild in comparison. Right. Just going to be happy not to have to go jumpstart a car at seven o'clock in the morning for the next few days. So, um, but yeah, it looks from from everything that I'm hearing from coming out of the the snow snow drift group is, is the roads are going to be, they're going to be good. They're going to be slick. There's not going to be a ton of snow. So I I think they'd only had 10 or 12 inches of snow in the area this winter so far. So it's been a, and don't quote me on those numbers. I'm not a meteorologist, but, but uh, it's been a low snowfall year for them uh, in, in that region. So could be could be maybe fast or could be really icy. So we'll see. Maybe it's maybe it's down to gravel. And, and just just to clarify, we're still doing the kind of contactless thing and uh, no spectators. Is that right? Yeah, uh, that is, that is right. Yep, uh, it's too bad. No park expose. No being able to get into service kind of like we did last year with with all the events once we restarted so got to have the proper covid waivers to get in but yeah no spectator areas but uh we'll we'll see <laughs> we'll, we'll see what the diehards do in michigan to uh get out and enjoy themselves so but no no bonfire alley this year and uh no 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 spectator area so it's that's kind of disappointing because you're hoping to get into 2021 and start things off right and and pray for for spectators to come out and enjoy the sport. But, you know, competition has to be the focus for a few more rounds here. And hopefully I don't like the new normal. I don't like the term. So I'd like to get back to the old normal as soon as possible. <laughs> uh, here, here. Yeah. And, you know, things are progressing in the right direction. It's just not as fast as I think we would all hope for it to get here. But, you know, I, I, we're getting there. We're getting there. Um, but one of the other big excitement uh, news that we're hearing is that for the first time, ARA is going to be using RallySafe. Uh, tell us about that deal and uh, how it's going to, you know, change things as far as like timing, tracking, all that stuff. Well, I'd like to give Preston Osborne a hard time about uh, 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 really, really throwing <laughs> throwing his guns on the table pretty quick. But uh, no, you know, last year, last couple of years, we've been promising a, a better timing, scoring, tracking system. Um, something that you know we've been saying the world's world class and we've you research and research and you try to develop you look at different things you know and and rally safe has been able to to set a bar uh up to now on on what can be done and it's it, it's popular with a lot of drivers it's a it's a big undertaking to get a system like that and especially you know from a financial standpoint for the series um so you know we've got a little bit of help along the way with it but um, we're, we're going to give her a test run, you know, first two or three events, we're really going to take a look at it and, and see if that's the unit. And those are the things that, uh, we need out of it. If it's cost effective, not only for us, but also for competitors, um, and, and see what works and doesn't work, but we're going into snowdrift with rally safe. I got uh, five or six packages delivered today from Australia. So we are, we have the units, we're ready to go and uh, they will be in Atlanta tomorrow. 
Well, that's really exciting because uh, for you know all of our listeners here that you know follow the WRC, that's exactly what they use. I mean, uh, I think one of the things that uh, a couple of drivers I've heard uh, when they've used them in in Canada or some other events, they're like. I just got the unit that was last in Ogier's car. <laughs> so, you know, that's kind of a cool, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, n- neat stuff there. And, yeah, the, the, the car-to-car communication, the, the accuracy of it, um, it's, it's definitely something that's on another level. You pay for that, for sure, but it, I think it really does take things to that, to that next level. Um, shows you what, like you said, you can be done from both a uh, performance and a safety aspect. And um, really excited to see how well that turns out. You know, the other big announcement, we now have uh, Dirtfish on board as uh, the promotional partner for um, the American Rally Association. Yeah, you know, this is, we've been working uh, working on Dirtfish for, for quite a while to, to come into American Rally. Uh, they've, they've, everybody knows their story the last 18, 24 months about what they've been doing with WRC and even what they've been doing with American Rally as far as coverage. Um, they're, they're the partner that makes the most sense for us um, to be a presenting sponsor of the series and come in and really take over the the marketing side, the the media side. It's really it's really a media deal for them uh, and for ARA. Uh, you know, I'm looking at the number of people they're bringing out to Snowdrift. I think it's seven or eight or nine people are coming out just to get content, and that's they're going to control our social media channels. Um, you know, they're going to do YouTube videos. They're looking at you know doing shows and and you know whether it's Facebook Live or you know building on stuff. And each week in each event, getting better and better and bigger and bigger, um, and trying to tell as many stories as they can. They're storytellers. Um, they are extremely knowledgeable. They're extremely passionate uh, about the sport. Um, if they can replicate a half of or a quarter of what they've been doing with WRC, Rally in America is going to be way better off. And uh, more, de- you know, Mike, you and I have talked so many times about depth of of reporting and depth of of coverage for this sport. You know, you know, things like Open Paddock are, are a step in the right direction. So. Uh, if they can bring those types of things uh, more fold into the sport and reach more people and create more content and create more fans and racers and you know we're all going to be better off. It's not there's not one silver bullet about Turfish is going to come in and solve the world, but they are a key component um, to making rally in America better. However, that looks two, three, four, five years down the road. Well, and uh, yeah, I. Good friends with uh, Colin Clark, who's left WRC to become part of Dirtfish. And, you know, for someone of that caliber to make that kind of move, it shows you just how dedicated this group is. And uh, he's so happy to be there and to be able to do the things that they're doing. And so uh, I just had him on a previous podcast and it, yeah, nothing but high praises for, for what they're able to do with that group. And uh, I, I, I can only imagine um, how much better the coverage is just going to keep getting better and better, you know, as time goes on. It's, it's really exciting. Right. You know, for us, it, it, it helps us balance out what, not necessarily the ARA, but USAC does well. You know, we, as everybody knows, ARA is owned by the United States Auto Club. Um, and this was, uh, this was leadership uh, at its finest with Kevin Miller coming down and, and getting the deal done with Dirtfish. It, with different roles and different people and leadership roles here um, at ARA between Preston Osborne coming on board, um, you know, myself going into more of a business 
role, of the, you know, the business side of the ARA, as well as, you know, still working with branding and sponsors uh, and some of the marketing stuff and being the liaison for Dirtfish. Um, you know, Doug Nagy has been here for a year now. Uh, you know, we still got JB Night A and we still, you know, we still use Doug Shepard for a lot of things. Doug's not in the role that he was. And we, we miss him on day to day and we appreciate him more and more uh, every day, especially as we get closer to an event and all the things that Doug Shepard uh, did do for ARA and Rally here in the U.S. But what the Dirtfish, to go back to what the Dirtfish deal means for, for USAC and the ARA, um, it allows us to do the competition size, to focus on the things that USAC is known for. I mean, this is this is not a new new way of business for USAC. This is this what they do. They you know they can do anything and everything, um, but their bread and butter for 50, 60 years has been the competition of motorsports events. And when you look at the list of the things that they have, you know rallies turned into a big part of that. And uh, but it's that's their bread and butter. We 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 learn from them and, and lean on them. So pushing us to do a rally safe or a system that's equal to or better is. Um, those are initiatives from USAC to bring a dirt fish in to do marketing and media. That is an initiative from USAC and it's one that makes us better as a series uh, makes us better as an organization. So, well, and what's interesting is to see just, you know, even during these COVID times and uh, you know, some people out of work and and some of the challenges and whatnot, there's over 50 entries going into snowdrift. Um, Right. And then we recently had the, you know, the opening for uh, for entries for 100 Acre Wood, and it's already bursting at the seams. Uh, I think I last right. looked and it said 90, but it's like that's, you know, waiting for some people to fall off so they can fit in. Um, right. <laughs> uh, the, the, the sport's looking pretty healthy, even with some of the changes that maybe some people were a little concerned about, you know, costs and things like that. Um, you know, there's been some rule changes for safety reasons, but it, I think yep. this shows it's pretty healthy. Well, I think it's a um, it, it it speaks to the passion of the sport and people wanting to be involved in rally. Um, I, I think despite despite some of the criticism for the fire suppression systems or this and that, you know, one you know we're trying to make the sport better and safer, obviously, but the core is a competitor and you got to remember last year we had what 40, I don't know. What do we have at Snowdrift last year? We we're in the forties last year um, at Snowdrift, And then, and that's coming off a year that was really cold at Snowdrift. I mean, two years ago was, I mean, we were 30 below one morning up there. So, yeah. Uh, so to have that number and then remember hundred acre wood last year, when we opened it up, we had 115 entries. Yeah, we, we so, had to uh, change kind of how the whole system worked, right? As pe- people right. didn't realize, you know, with the limited, it, it was first come, first serve, but it was, we didn't realize how that would work when it just right. fills up so quick. And so they had to come up with a plan of how we handle yep. this kind of thing. And it wasn't the fact that there were 115 people. Obviously, you know, 100 Acre Woods are like, yeah, come on, we'll right. the corner for you to park in. But when it was running a national level rally, um, with the teams and competitors that were going to be there, both from national and regional, um, and being able to have enough. It, honestly, it, it, it's something as simple as having enough units to be able to um, manage track and score uh, all these teams. And it's, it's, you know, you could say, oh, I'll just go to the old way of, of hand scoring, but I, I think we're with all the instant gratification stuff we need, and to be accurate, um, the competitiveness side of it, 
we need to be accurate. We need to be timely. So uh, we didn't have enough units last year to run 115 cars. So that's right. why I said, let's do, you know, first it was 85, then let's do 90, it's 95. So um, that's how we, I think it's a, yeah. So that's like kind of how we got to where we're at today. And obviously the top five gets slotted in. And then uh, I think we're at 91, 91 or 92 on the entry list, but I haven't looked at it for a couple of days. I know there's a, to be announced on there that we know who it is, but I'm not going to tell you, Mike. So no, no <laughs> breaking news tonight. Sorry. Um, but we saw, I think Bucky, Bucky, uh, got on, he's the 92 or whatever, um, on there tonight. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's one of the unfortunate things. Uh, Texas Dave and Bucky are having a little bit of a challenge, um, being from just outside of Austin, Texas, all roads are closed and they're hitting, yeah, record everything down there. It's bad. So I don't think we'll see them at Snowdrift, even though they're on the entry no, list. I think they have to pull out. No, but... Bucky had already pulled out, um, but yeah, Dave Carpathian, he'd already, he, they pulled out just a couple of days ago. So yeah. yeah, you know, I have family who lives in Louisiana and they were saying, you know, seven, eight degree weather and inches of snow. And, you know, there's, unfortunately, you know, they're not, that's not their life. That's, they're not prepared for that. You know, we're living up north here. We can live with it, but, um, and get around what, yeah. Plus, you know, most of the country got hit. You guys got hit, like Oh, yeah, a bunch yeah. Of... It started here, and then it went everywhere else, right? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. and everything. Well, and the so. thing is, is we don't have the equipment. It's, you know, we have, like, 20 uh, plows and sanders for, you know, a ma- you know something the size of Kansas City. They have 200 by, you know, comparison. Right. Because right. we just don't... We, why have all that equipment when you have an event that happens, you know for three days out of every two years or something. And so, yeah, yeah we grind to a halt here. And uh, other places, yeah, they're not equipped for this either. And it's just lock down, stay home. Um, yep. Well, we're kind of doing that mostly anyway these days. So it's like, <laughs> what's different? It's just white outside. <laughs> well, I, I was joking the other day that, you know, the masks are nice here in Minnesota because the wind chill is minus 40. So <laughs> we don't get any... Uh, <laughs> any wind burn <laughs> there you go yeah. skin that's right oh uh, really wow yeah well so yeah 50 entries i think the other thing that i i found really exciting for for snowdrift is just looking at how many still new people you know i was looking at just the um one of the uh one of the notices that came up and you know there's like 17 people that are part of the novice briefing and i, I just think that just shows again the draw of not just you know people coming back but new competitors i i think it's just great that we keep seeing people wanting to come into the sport yeah and and not only the, the new people but also mike it's snowdrift not so much but there, there's four r5s coming uh one's a hyundai um yeah so, i was gonna say that next it's like we've got a whole class yeah, for it now so, it was a cup last year and right. now and it's so, become a class yes and and you look at hundred acre wood you know and there's what nine or ten coming for that you know and Mc- Kind of hasn't even decided what car he's going to run yet, so you know he's not he's not even included in that. So it's you want competition at you want competition in every class. You definitely want competition at the top, and and those guys are, are going to be some fast cars out there. Um, you got some young guys that can scoot pretty good, and um, you know they're running R fives, and they. Why can't they be competitive? Why can't they be competitive for the top? You know, so uh, to have a class like that that's going to bring that kind of competition, that excitement, um, 
that that's another positive for the sport. So if we can just get people to see them, we'll be even better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's always the goal. That's always the goal. Yeah, a Hyundai R5. That's just that's just so exciting to have yet another brand uh, being able to bring one of those over here to our shores. Um, but talking about the top, though, uh, and normally I would say, you know, most rallies power wins, right? So McKenna's got his Fiesta, um, WRC. You've got uh, Pastrana and Seminuk in their Subarus. But this right. is an ice rally. Uh, we've seen <laughs> upsets galore. I remember, I think it was 2011, um, that, or t- maybe it was 2012, that the David Higgins was upset by what was then a super production car <laughs> um, by Travis Hansen because it, it wasn't about, you know, power. It, that that's not what won the day. It, it was all about just being consistent, and uh, you know, get on a two. You get all wrong on some slick ice, and you get stuck in a snowbank. You know, that that's going to cost you some time. So it'll be interesting to see how these R5s, which aren't quite as powerful as the top guys, can be right up there. Because Ryan Booth, boy, that kid, he's been yeah. learning quick in that car. He's had a whole season in it now, and yeah, I I, I think he's going to be right up there. And he's got recent snowdrift experience. Barry McKenna, of course, he won it last year in an R5, so... Yeah, you gotta remember, last year when Ryan came to Snowdrift, there was some travel delays and issues, and he didn't even compete in that first day. That's right, he came out the second day. That, that, thanks for reminding me of that, I almost forgot about that, jeez. He came in that second day, and, and he was one of the fastest cars out there, so... Um, it, you know, snow on the ice is a great equalizer, um, and, and cold. <laughs> you know, things break in cold weather, so... Anything can happen. What I really like to, to see at Snowdrift is the number of two-wheel drive entries we got going on here, too, especially in the limited two regional. Like, I mean, what, what do I call Ten regional limited two-wheel drive guys coming out. So uh, <laughs> two-wheel drive guys and, and ice is usually entertaining. Yep. Yeah, definitely. I, I've got my eye on uh, seeing how, fi- how far up uh, Santiago Iglesias goes. Uh, he yeah. is usually really quick in that BRZ. Uh, you wouldn't think a rear-wheel drive would be as good as a front-wheel drive in that, but, you know, in Limited 2, it seems to perform really well. Yeah, then you got a, a wild horse like, like Patrick Gruska out there, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, Art's kid, like, who, what's going to happen here? <laughs> you know, is you know, I we've been hearing some, some pretty good things about uh, some of his testing, but, you know, who knows how he'll do on snow, so. Ah, uh, exciting stuff. So, you leave tomorrow? We do. Yep. We get the van all packed up in the morning and uh, make the nine hour trip east across the top of the UP. So we'll stop at Al Dante's house, have a have a cocktail and keep on moving. (laughs) Well, that's a proper way to, I think, (laughs) uh, start a rally weekend. Well, I'll be here at uh, Rally Central, I guess, Uh, you know, look, keeping track of the stats and what's going on and informing those that want to know here and uh, uh, make sure you follow, um, I guess, still follow the ARA uh, social medias for all that stuff in conjunction with Dirtfish, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, Dirtfish, Dirtfish, uh, the ARA page, um, you know, Mike, you had asked me about about some uh, rally safe charges. Uh, They obviously charge for their app, um, but we are working uh, there's a website that we'll, we'll release here in the next couple of days allow some more information that uh, people will be able to watch tracking and timing and stuff like that. So awesome. We will bring it to the masses as best we can. Awesome stuff. Well, have a fun time at this one. Stay warm. Uh, I guess it'll be warmer than where you're at now. So that's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Keep waiting. <laughs> <laughs>
Bermuda shorts weather. So there you go. There you go. Bermuda shorts and uh, flip flops. And uh, yeah, look forward to uh, seeing you at an event soon uh, when you guys start coming back out west. How about that? Sounds good, Mike. And continuing with our snowdrift preview, we have with us Kelsey Stevens and Calvin Cooper of Cooper Auto Works, who are going to be at Snowdrift and uh, giving us some media coverage. Uh, Kelsey and Calvin, welcome back to the Open Paddock Rallycast. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, it's good to be back. So you guys obviously know this event of Snowdrift pretty well. Um, did quite well, actually, there last year uh, in some very tricky conditions. Looking like it's going to be tricky again this year. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's kind of funny because it's actually, I think, colder and we have maybe more snow here than they do up there. So we were like, oh, man, we're bummed we won't be racing this year, but we get the snow drift experience at home. So I've been doing some practicing then, <laughs> even though you're not competing? Trying to keep it clean on the roads and public, but there's back roads. You never know. <laughs> Sounds like fun. All right, so you guys uh, are, are doing something different, though. You're going to Snowdrift. You're not competing, like you said, but uh, give us a skinny on what Cooper Auto Works is going to be doing to help cover the event. Yeah, so um, Calvin's been working really hard creating a live page for our website. So if you just go to cooperautoworks.com forward slash live, um, I'll be resharing a lot of updates um, from Facebook and also because I'll actually have boots on the ground and be there. Uh, you know, following on social media is really hard. A lot of times the updates don't come in chronologically and you don't get notifications when team uh, teams make new posts. So the live page um, means you can see all of this content without actually being on social media. Um, and the events will, or the updates will show chronologically um, and like actually just pop up and self-refresh and things like that. And I will be out there doing photos, video on the stage. We're trying to get all the cars. Uh, we did a few events last year. We had our photographer, Ryan, out there uh, just getting video. And we've sold some of those video packages to teams. So we'll be doing that again this year. Uh, we've got some pre-orders up and quite a few teams already pre-ordered. Uh, so we've got to get some good video of them out there. Uh, but we're putting those packages together. And then after the event, we'll take all the video footage we have and kind of put together some highlights of the event. and. Uh, just kind of recap it for everybody who wasn't able to make it. Well, and that's especially uh, crucial since, uh, once again, it's a spectator-free event. Yeah, that was kind of my goal. We tried to set up the website in a way that if I was like, here, Grandma, watch the rally. Um, if I <laughs> if I told her, like, oh, you got to go to this website and use the app and all that, she would she would be lost. Um, so the the website will hopefully have all the links right there at the top. Um, for the maps and links to the scoring and, and the Snowdrift website. So it's just kind of a, an all-in-one stop for all the information to keep up with the rally, make it a little bit easier for those who maybe, you know, want to operate outside of social media or maybe aren't super tech-savvy or know where to go for all of this. Awesome. And I know what you guys are also especially good at is uh, being a regional, Eastern Regional Open Two-Wheel Drive champions um you, you are yeah exactly uh you definitely know those regional competitors in that area really well and uh I, i'm sure that's going to be a good focus for you guys to uh keep track of what uh al dante's and uh, some of the other folks out there are doing in the in in your class because that's gonna be competition for later in the season yeah totally so if you if you see me out there out in the snow or out in the snow at the service area wave um i'd love to stop by and grab you for an interview um and, you know, the wilder the stories you have, uh, the better. Um, but, yeah, my goal is to try to talk to, to everybody um, and, and highlight those regional teams because that's where some of the really fun stories are. Actually, most of the regional two-wheel drive competitors are rear-wheel drive this year. 
good luck you two um safe travels there obviously conditions on just the regular roadways just to get out there is going to be a little bit dicey but we're really looking forward to seeing uh all the action and all the stuff that's going to be posted on your guys's page and again that's cooperautoworks.com forward slash live yes and if teams want to be involved um, just throw the hashtag ARA rally tag on your posts. That'll help me see it. Or if you want to tag our page, um, at Cooper auto works, you can as well. And then I get a notification and I can reshare the post that much easier. Awesome. So again, the hashtag is hashtag ARA rally all run together and that should uh, go right in the feed or get your yeah. attention. <laughs> yeah. It'll, I'll be able to see it and then reshare it. Unfortunately, the website can't just reshare on its own. I have to go in there and do that. So. That's all right. We probably need some filtering for some of our competitors we know out there. <laughs> it needs to be family friendly for us to reshare. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, again, safe travels. Good luck. And uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Thanks. Bye-bye. And continuing with our preview of the Snowdrift Rally, we have with us the Director of Marketing of Dirtfish Media, Trevor Wirt. Trevor, welcome to the Open Paddock Rally Cast. How are you doing, man? Good, good. Thanks for having me. Well, it's so exciting to get you on because, um, uh, you know, I've been, you know, big fans of you guys up there at Dirtfish for a long time. And this recent announcement now that you guys are the official media partner for the American Rally Association, uh, that's huge news. And I'm super excited about it. Why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, what you guys' plans are with all this? Yeah, yeah. So it's super exciting. And we're we're uh, we're really excited to be a part of ARA more than we have been, obviously, sponsored Oregon Trail and Olympus in the past, but we've always wanted to get more involved with the, the series in general and do what we can to help grow the sport in not only the States, but also around the world. And um, we had an opportunity come up this year, uh, thanks to our launch of Dirtfish Media last year, and we saw a lot of success with that. So uh, we felt pretty confident that we could come in and basically help on the media marketing promotion side of ARA and, and really help it get out to more people around the world. What I'm really excited about is like, you know, there's few people that know rallying as well as you guys do. I mean, the, that's kind of the, the holy grail is to get people that aren't just motorsports band, but true diehard rallying fans that uh, are the ones that are helping, uh, you know, promote and push this. So um, I, I'm hearing you got like several people on the ground and you're planning on uh, covering quite a bit of detail out there. Yeah. Yeah. So we have, um, we have Tiffany stone with us now. Um, stole her away from ARA, but we're also handling all of ARA's media. So it's not going to change too much with her. Um, and then we have uh, four videographers and a writer and David Kossaboom as our photographer this weekend. Um, and then supporting all that in the background, we have our, our entire editorial staff, which is actually based in the UK. Um, and there's there's quite a few of those guys over there. And I've seen, of course, plenty of stories already popping up uh, in support of this first event, the Snowdrift Rally. You're out there in Atlanta, Michigan. Uh, why don't you give us a little bit of preview of what you've been seeing for the stages? <clears throat> yeah, so um, they they actually look pretty good today. Uh, we drove uh, our CEO and I drove a couple of the stages this afternoon, and we were surprised there really wasn't much ice. They had uh, plowed the roads and then actually sanded them for for recce to make them make sure that no recce cars got stuck in the snowbanks. Um, but it, from what I could tell, it seems like uh, it's going to be some some uh not not as slick conditions as we normally see but 
um, a little bit grippier, a uh, good kind of deep, grippy snow, I guess you could say. Well, I've heard that the snow banks aren't quite as high as they otherwise would be uh, for, for other times we've been out here uh, this time of year, but uh, still maybe in some spots, uh, something that the cars can lean on or at least bounce themselves back into the road if uh, they go a little wide, right? Yeah, I think they might have to be a little careful in some places because uh, you can kind of see some dirt poking through where they actually like graded the road and left some piles of dirt along the side. So I think some of those might surprise some people. So um, I know you're not supposed to as uh, media pick favorites, but um, your very own uh, lead instructor driver, uh, Nate Tennis, is going to be competing in this event. And man, there's nobody with more seat time than him. No, Nate, Nate is, uh, he, every time I get in the car with him, he is absolutely impressive. Um, I, I'm always amazed at what he can do with a car. And he was the one actually uh, instructing Jensen Button a couple weeks ago up there and and Jensen came away, like, just blown away by Nate's skill. Uh, do you have a favorite, though? If you're going to pick a one, two, three, uh, is there something that uh, you've got in mind? Or, uh, you know, you're just going to let the chips, you know, fall as, uh, as they happen? Well, I, uh, I actually, I'm, I'm rooting for Barry. I think he did an amazing job last year, and he's got the, uh, the R5 Plus here, this weekend, so I think he's got a pretty good chance. Uh, oh, so he's got an R5 Plus there. So I was hearing that uh, he had the WRC car there. So, so he has actually a different car. Uh huh. See, can't always rely on those. Yeah, I, I, that's what that's what I was told today when I saw it. Uh huh. Well, that'll be actually exciting, and we know that the R5s have done there pretty done pretty well there before. Uh, we know Barry. You know, that's what he uh, ran last year, and of course his uh, teammate or stable mate, anyways, Ryan Booth. Um, he only competed one day there last year, but uh, he was right up there on, on his tail. So uh, there's a bevy of these R5s, Rally 2s, um, you know, coming over to the States now. And I think that'll make for some good uh, challenge for the top guys that we normally see. Yeah, agreed. And I, I'm excited to see the lower classes, too, like the two-wheel drive classes, to see how everybody does. Because there's, there's a combination of front-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive. Uh, Nate's driving our our Subaru BRZ, uh, which is one of the coolest cars, and you should see the suspension travel on that car. <laughs> well, that should be pretty exciting. I know another one I'm going to be keeping an eye on is a really young kid named Andre Durazio. Um, I've been following him over this last year, and he's very methodical um, and sets his goals, and just he's been just so on it and so perfect for someone. That, well, he was running in a uh, limited two-wheel drive last year, so this is the first time in the R2. And should be should make things interesting in that class. So I agree. Two wheel drive is going to be one definitely to follow this weekend. Yeah, and he's got a good co driver, that's for sure. That's right. Uh, can't go wrong with Gelsominos, that's for sure. So definitely a bevy of uh, exciting stuff that we'll have to see this weekend in all the classes. Uh, obviously, we're going to want people to follow all the action. Dirtfish.com is going to be a place to do that. Uh, obviously, you guys are doing stuff with the ARA uh, social media channels as well. Yep. Yeah. So we'll we'll be we'll basically be uh, putting everything out on our YouTube channel, our website, all of our social media. Um, we're going to use the ARA app to mostly communicate the racing portion um, and kind of stage times and everything like that. Uh, but we're basically going to take everything that we've learned from the WRC coverage over the last year and, and try to integrate that into ARA and help it grow.
Well, that's super exciting. Well, thank you for taking the time, Trevor. I know you've got to get some rest over there. It's getting late already. And uh, exciting day tomorrow, the first rally of the season for the American Rally Association. And I'm really happy to have uh, Dirtfish Media as uh, helping spread the word of how awesome rallying here is, is stateside to the rest of the world. Yeah, thanks. We're, we're really, really excited. I'm excited to finally watch some rallying. <laughs> Indeed, man. Indeed. All right. Take care, and uh, we'll chat more later. Thanks. You too. And thank you again to our guests for taking the time to give us a little bit of a preview and uh, what they're going to be doing to cover this event. As always, I'm your host, Mike Shaw. Thank you for listening, and remember, keep it shiny side up.